Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Shellheads podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff. That's your host, Sergio. Hello. <laughs> no, I'm Sergio. He's Jeff. Uh, we're still quarantined, so this is all through Skype. We're not in the same room. Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, the show must go on. We, we have to talk about Ninja Turtles. So, uh, so, Jeff, what are we talking about this week? I'm very excited, Sergio. I don't know if you should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been looking forward to this with, with 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 great anticipation because it's another character spotlight. No, well, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. We're talking about Krang and his giant baby man body diaper wearing thing. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. Um, that that that's not the case. Um. Well, then we must be talking about the more episodes of season three of the 87 cartoon. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, we went over this. You watched all these episodes. More I, I made you, I made you. No, no, I don't, I don't. I'm confused. Well, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about uh, the second half of the only season of Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. Nope. Yeah, 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 that's what we're doing, man. Nope. Shit. I'm out. <laughs> Come back, Jeff. Come back. <laughs> it's the last time we have to talk about it, Jeff. No. Yes, yeah, yeah. Let's just knock it out tonight. You know, we're, we're do- while we're quarantining, and, and then we never have to mention this dumpster fire ever again. I hate to inform all you listeners out there, but this is the very last episode of Shellheads. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> I don't wanna. We are honor bound <sighs> to talk about every aspect of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And as bad of an aspect as this is, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our listeners. We owe it to the universe to cover the second half of Next Mutation. So basically what you're telling me is we have to watch it so others won't suffer? That's right. That's right. I hope Some, you people someone, appreciate this. I yeah. really do. Like someone's going to hear this and be like, you know, I almost ordered that DVD. I'm glad the Shellheads told me otherwise. All right. Okay. So, so, so... Oh. Par- so, so park yourself down by by your fancy microphone there. Well, well, I, I I do want to 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 point out how much better you sound this time around. Thank you. And and again, apologize for just how sideways the uh, the audio was last episode. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Uh, but now that the kinks are ironed out, uh, Jeffrey, are, are you ready? I guess so. Let's just like a band aid, just rip it off. Exactly, exactly. Then we can move on to much better stuff. I watched all these episodes, right? And I took notes. And as I was writing the notes, I realized I did not care. <laughs> so, so, like, I don't know if these notes are going to be even usable. But I have them for every episode. Yeah. Uh, typically, we go through every single episode in detail and talk about plot points and uh, you can sum up the plot of basically every episode exactly the same. Yep. Uh, so we're going to talk about each episode a little bit, but I, I like I'd, I would rather like backload the conversation where where we just talk about what happened, like why why does this exist, and like the 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 the, the greater impact that it and more so the Power Rangers had because watching this, I found myself just getting angry. So you're channeling your inner Raphael. Very much so. Yes. I, it, it was, it was like, why, why does this exist? Why did they sell out? Why, what, what is going on? Because it, it, it just an irrational anger towards something that I, I volunteered to watch. <laughs> it was your idea. Let's just knock these out. Episode one, truce or consequences. Leo claims he doesn't lie. Mikey, Mikey still has his radio show. Mikey gets ambushed by dragons. 
by telling by the dragons telling him that they like his show. Yeah, basically because of uh, what was it, Wick? Yes, weird dragon dude. Yeah, the the, the little the, yeah the the Muppet dragon. Yeah, we also learned that that uh, the rank, as they're called, uh, the dragons can't spell. Well, of course not. They're dragons at all. Like really bad. <laughs> like, and it's uh, I I really just had to pause and look. I'm like, what am what am I seeing right now? T e r t l e, radio r o o l s. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. S o o w e r power. T r o t r o o s e with turtles. Oh wow! Yeah, like the the thing that made me the the thing that made me legitimately laugh in this episode was when they went to make the phone call to the radio station. Yeah, and they had just tore a, a like a, a payphone off of the side of a building Ugh. and a big chunk of the building was still attached to it which was a nice ridiculous touch yeah 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 like I, I i actually laughed out loud i was like maybe i'll enjoy it this time no no just as every single episode went there was about seven to ten minutes worth of of, of setup here is the ridiculous plot that we're going to, you know, float for this episode. Mm-hmm. Cut to one one or multiple turtles leaving the lair, getting ambushed, having to fight and then the rest of them saving them. And rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. That, that like that's how every single episode goes. Is there anything else in this episode that stood out? As I said, I want to blow right through these. <laughs> the lair looked like hot garbage, like literally like hey, set designers just throw everything that's in the back dumpster in this place. <laughs> and it literally looks, it sends a bad signal to the children, Sergio. Like, you too can live in a pigsty. Technically, they can. Like, well, it's not healthy, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, kids, yeah, just leave your crap all over the floor. Uh, you know, those used... Toilet paper rolls, uh, you know, whatever else we can find. And they actually have um, rooms. They basically well, essentially all live in one room. Well, yeah. That's it. Well, that and like, no, they have the, um, they have the old subway cars. Well, that's where Splinter sleeps. There's more than one of them. Oh, no, there's just like one big one. <laughs> you never so, go. So never, this is so this is your complaint. This is this huh? is your complaint that they yeah. don't have their own rooms. Yeah, because like even in the '87 cartoon, they had little alcoves where they had their own rooms, and you know, so on and so forth. It's like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you like I told Reed several in several episodes of the Reality Reached podcast. Complain about something important, Jeff. Hey, hey. because. If this story, if if this show at any point in any of the episodes had a decent story structure or character development or even baseline entertainment, then I would put the effort into complaining about the set pieces. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Everybody sleeps on the couch. What? Yeah. No. Why not? Dumb. Oh my god, I am Sergio. This episode. <laughs> You're, we're going to get plenty of both of both of us being Sergio a little later. Uh, let's move on to is what is a sewer crash? Sewer crash. Uh, let's see. Donnie is hypnotized by a chat room. Uh, where he's he, surfing for internet cyber babes. Yeah, Donnie robs jewelry stores. He <laughs> wears a mask over his mask. Another thing that I just laughed at. Um, yeah. He was he was basically he was um, hypnotized by Silver, the uh, gorilla thief, gorilla gangster, Yeti gorilla thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And his trigger word was banana. I don't buy it. Silver is not intelligent enough to be able to hypnotize or use Donatello or use a computer to hack into anything. That's true. That's true. None of his cronies seem that smart either. He's a gangster. Right, right. I'm not saying that 
I'm sure some of you gangsters out there are very intelligent gentlemen, but not a Yeti. (laughs) He's not a Yeti. He's a gorilla. Actually, it said that he was the last Yeti. Oh, okay. Fine. Fine. You know what? I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to like split hairs here. I don't actually care. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm just saying there's always time for accuracy. So, yeah, as I said, the, the one part in this episode that I just laughed out loud out was when he was robbing the jewelry stores. He didn't take his mask off. He just put an additional one over it, which is the kind of ridiculous I can uh, I can appreciate. <laughs> what, what, what you got for this episode? Because, again, it's it's the exact same thing. Ten minutes of setup, five minutes of a ridiculous fight scene that has too many sound effects and then uh, really terrible unfunny jokes leading into the the closing credits anything else you got on uh what's this one called sewer crash i just see the title doesn't even make sense no it doesn't um although i do you know how i am about my voice actors uh you've got some ocean group people working on this and gary chalk who was up the voice of optimus primal he was um also optimus prime for a time on the different transformer shows um, King Hippo on the Captain N cartoon, Gutsman, none of that. Anyway, he's silver. I think he's actually in the suit. So what? kind of, yeah, I think he's the guy in the suit because when I was listening to the audio, it sounded like it wasn't overdubbed or mm-hmm. redubbed like a lot of the shows are. Um, it legit sounded like his voice was coming through the suit. That it's possible. More props to him for doing that, because that kind of acting is not, not easy to do in those suits. What's next? Going Ape. Which would have been a better name for this episode, this previous episode. It, right? right? Like, I actually had to, I looked it up and made sure the names on the DVD were correct. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, this one is about a killer gorilla uh, that, that escapes. Um, what, what's the hunter? the hunter's name? Bones, Bone Steel? Okay. I legit love Bone Steel. Oh, what? I love the actor. He's just I'm, so goofy I'm, and dumb. You are getting vetoed off of this podcast. No. I love Bone Scott Steel McNeil. is unwatchable. Ah, not for me. I just he's just too stupid. Every second that man is on screen, I want to whip my eyeballs out. That that's how bad Bone Steel is. And there's so much of him in the second half of the season. Oh, there's a lot of him. He kind of becomes their big bad for a while. Yeah. Uh, in in this one, let's see. Bone Steel's chasing Raph. In the daytime. In the of course, in the daytime. There's a like they had the audacity to have uh, Splinter get onto the turtles for going out at, during the day. And then there's a whole scene somewhere in this this season where Splinter's just chilling on a pier with a bunch of people in the daytime. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, the inconsistencies are uh, all over the place. Let's see. The, the dragons show up and chase all three: the, the Bone Steel, Raph, and the gorilla Bone Steel, and the other turtles. Uh, the other turtles are barely in this ep- episode. Mainly, it's Raphael. Yeah, that, that's the extent of my notes. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, it's the, hey, we're, you know, Raph is escaping from Bone Steel, finds an abandoned house that just also happens to be where the escaped quote unquote killer gorilla is. And Bone Steel tracks him down. They fight, gorilla fights, the rank find him. They all all fight. fight. Yeah, they do a short team up, uh, and it just again rinse repeat. Yeah, Probably one of the yeah. goofiest episodes uh, where they're all like you know the the typical madness Three Stooges Scooby Doo running through different doors like oh hey he's over here no he's over here like, what? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy how this show is more cartoonish than any of the cartoons. Yeah, it's like the person that developed the show. Like, did you even watch 
the other stuff or read, you know, any of the comic? No, 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 not at all. Like, didn't and, read and, the comics. And, didn't and we, we, we'll we'll get to to like how I feel about a lot of this stuff when we get to to the overall summation. Um, I blame Power Rangers, but we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to enemy enemy of my enemy. Unless you had something else to say about the classic cinema that is going ape. No, just typical monkey gags. Bone steel being bone steel. Yeah. Enemy of my enemy uh, is next. Let's see. Oh, this was a classic head versus heart uh, episode uh, with yeah. Donnie basically arguing with Venus the entire episode. Uh, Splinter finds Shredder on the street. Like Shred- a bum. Yeah, yeah, like a bum. Um, I, mean, I think this is the first time we've seen Shredder since like episode one. Yeah. Or episode two, somewhere around there. Um, Dragon Lord wants the golden shuriken. Yeah, basically. That Splinter, or that Shredder, you know, is supposed to have. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a whole bunch of itching powder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as predicted, Shredder betrays the turtles in the end. Uh, and Splinter laughs. F- fill in the details there. I know that was very uh, surface level. <sighs> oh, God. Um, I mean, Splinter being very like, hey, you know, we need to help him. Blah blah blah, um, you know. Oh, to to help mend your mind, uh, go pick up trash in the sewer, making Shredder a janitor. <laughs> the what? And he's not. And and folks, he's not in Shredder outfit. Like he's legit, long hair, big giant coat, wearing. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a bum. I I, I don't know if it's p- PC to call something a bum. Uh, he is he is a, a a drifter. Like I don't I don't know what the homeless person homeless or... person. Yeah, he is he is he is he is home home uh deficient. Uh, yeah, there you go. That would be the uh, PC word, I believe. There you go. He, he's yeah home deficient. Um, and j- just the idea that hey. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take him in is it, like it's an interesting idea, yeah. You know, like this man was once our you know mortal enemy, but he's come, he's 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 fallen on hard times. So let's see if we can better his life. You yeah. know, that's that's noble, but then it just turns into you know a clown show. So yeah, and they they kind of give you kind of like false hope at the end when uh, Shredder, of course still has the shuriken and it looks like, Oh, well, he's probably going to be powerful and back later in rare. For- nope. Well, they, I'm assuming they were setting all that up for season two or they didn't have enough forethought to really care. Probably both. It, it was nice to see the shredder again. It was nice to have a familiar character from, you know, the lore. Cause that's the one thing this series is severely lacking in. And that is familiar characters. I still don't get that at all. Maybe they didn't have rights to all the other characters. Couldn't get the rights or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess they were. I, I have no idea. Saban was notoriously known for being cheap and not wanting to huh, shell out more money for <laughs> anything you did there. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? You might be right. Like, or or all of the characters that were created or that were used in Next Mutation were just things that didn't make it into a Power Rangers episode. Oh, I could totally buy that. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have this dragon character. We were going to use him as like a big baddie for the for, for the uh, Power Rangers. But, you know, we have this turtle show and they don't really have a dragon bad guy. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a very sound theory. And like Dragon Lord like started off being kind of menacing. And I was like, okay, well, he's going to be the next Shredder. I'm like, nope, he turns out to be a big kitten. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, there's nothing in this show that's menacing. No. Nothing. You have anything else about Enemy of My Enemy? No, that's about it. Uh, let's move on to number five, King Wick. Uh, Wick, of course, is the, 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 the little puppet dragon thing. And uh, he, he takes a potion and becomes strong and powerful and is able to alpha his way to the top of the, uh, of, of the Dragon Lord clan or whatever it's called, the rank. Yeah. Uh, Leo uh, <laughs> goes on a super leadership binge where he's, he's very much peak Leo. Uh, th- this one I had trouble staying awake through. Yeah, that, that, like I, that's how bad this one was. I I can see that. I don't like Wick at all. Yeah, like at all. Like he's got n- nothing to offer me as a Ninja Turtle fan, and it's it's not a puppet show, man. It's it's not. Well, am I wrong? Well, I mean, if you think about it in the sense of where the turtles' heads are animatronic, kind of like puppets, I mean... There's a difference between wearing a helmet that has a moving face and just Grover or Elmo being on screen as a dragon. They had to add some humor or extra humor for the kitties, more than likely. No, they didn't. No, they... This whole show is dumbed down so far that children there's no way they found it entertaining right well you know it's funny you say that like i've got it i've got to be right right well according to imdb and i hope you're sitting down uh 72 percent actually liked this show and this is the fan voting i think so oh my god God. But out, we, would you? Are you curious? Out of one out of ten, where people rank it, though? Well, I guess it just seven. What was it? Seven point three? No, a seven point three would be extremely generous. A four point three out of ten. Okay. Okay. Let's see, I can. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can get behind that. So I don't get and the seventy-two percent. I, I don't understand. Wait, 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 wait. How is it? 72% if it's also four point something? Oh, no, wait, my bad. Uh, the 72% were Google user, users, and IMDb was the 4.3 to 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I don't like Wick, man. I don't. I don't either. Like, it, it, I, I, don't li- I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't like Dragon Lord. I don't like the dragons. I, I like... There's very not there's not much in this show that I like at all. Except for that sweet B-roll. <laughs> Let let's talk about the B-roll. It's so good. Like I don't uh, how do they use the exact same footage every single episode? There's a couple of different ones, but not very many. Like it's it's impressive, actually. Yeah, like I'm, I'm very surprised at how well they they duplicated that footage because it's in almost every single episode, if not every yeah. one of them. It, like, there's what twenty six episodes, twenty seven. Yeah. Let's see. You multiply 26. that twenty twenty six. Uh, let's break out a calculator. Twenty six, and they're about twenty two minutes long. We're looking at 572 minutes of footage. Let's be generous and say every episode had at least three and a half minutes, or just let's just round it up to four minutes of B roll. Yeah. So we'll put this 572 to the side. There's 26 episodes times four minutes. That shaves 104 minutes off of the 572 that they have to produce to make an entire season. Think about the cost savings of having to only film that Hummer once. Oh, man. Because you never actually see them pull up in the Hummer. Maybe once or twice. Maybe. Maybe. And but, that's pushing it. 
yeah, you get the shot of them jumping into the Hummer, which is pointless. You get the shot of them driving down the same street in the Hummer, which is pointless. You get the same shot of Raphael pulling away on his motorcycle, which is pointless. And then magically they just show up where they need to be. Yeah. No vehicles whatsoever. No. And I've seen the Batman and Robin, like, billboard multiple times. <laughs> okay, okay. I, let me let me say this one thing, and I said this last time we talked about it. One thing I do kind of dig is the gratuitous amount of New York footage they, they they filmed. Yeah, to include in like the the uh, the establishing shots, um, all of those scenes later in the show where the vampires were like flying around as little Navi looking bug things. Yeah. Uh, all of that footage was great because it's just raw footage of New York and I love New York. So yeah, yeah. Good job. <laughs> you, you got me there. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about King Wick? Not really. Is it? Well, I mean, Wick can't do much. He's a puppet and he can't like, <laughs> run after anybody or attack anybody. So how does, how does King Wick assert his authority over everybody? He shoots laser beams out of his eyes. Why not? Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the good, the good dragon, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure is a, like, that's the name of a a Tom Cruise movie, right? (laughs) No, 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 that's a joke. Maybe. One of the dragons saves Venus. Uh, Raph, of course. Laser tag. <laughs> oh yeah, laser tag. Where did they? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did they get laser tag stuff? Or how did? They... Oh, laser fun house. That's in 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 the garbage, man. In the garbage. No, it's an actual place. Like, but where? In New York, man. But who let these giant turtles in there? I don't know. There's no people. Look, that's another instance where I was just laughing out loud at how ridiculous it is. Okay, sure. Let's just have the turtles play laser tag. Why not? Why not? So so they're strapping more clothes on top of these giant costumes these actors have to wear. Oh, God. I feel so sorry for those people. (laughs) I really do. I'm going to give props, though, to the suit actors, though. Seriously, that is like one of the hardest jobs in the industry to have. You have limited vision, limited mobility. You can't, you know, see very well at all doing what you're supposed to be doing. So it's it's a pretty amazing feat of them being able to do what they do all the time. So Raphael doubts that this good dragon is actually a good dragon, right? Yeah. And this is another Raph heavy episode. There's a lot of Raph heavy episodes in this back half. Um, Raph gets kidnapped um, by the, by the dragon. And because the dragon is trying to earn his, earn the dragon Lord's trust again. Because they found out he was the one I was like, how, they all look the same, don't they? That's I'm pretty sure that's racist, Jeff. It's not racist. They're dragons. Look, look, look! You don't know the dragon culture. It's not like they have generals or 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 different distinguishing marks to differentiate from one another. I'm just saying, not all dragons are look the same. Okay, hey. and it's insensitive for you to think otherwise. Come on now, come on. <laughs> I love dragons. <laughs> so long I'm not story a short, dragonist. Okay. <laughs> long story short, we find out that this dragon is actually good, uh, and we find out that all dragons used to be good until Dragon Lord took over and made them all bad. A little bit of backstory there. Yeah, which is. Good job. Good on them for finally giving us some backstory. Yeah. Because otherwise, we don't ever really get any on the Dragon Lord or what they're doing or why it's a, you know, like we get nothing. It's like they had an idea at the beginning and it just kind of went 
every idea just went off rails. Well, what what do you what do you have for um, the good dragon? That's it. <laughs> Number seven, the guest. Oh God! O- old blind man uh, moves in. Uh, do- let's see. This one has Doctor Queez, which is a little. I can tolerate Doctor Queez way more than I can tolerate Bone Bone Steel, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Queez lost this. This what what did they name? What was the name of his staff? It is a bio disruptor rod. There you go. He him and the blind guy. Uh, accidentally swapped their rods or sticks. Yeah. Either way, it, neither way sounds good. No. The blind man's walking stick gets swapped with this rod. And so Dr. Queez is trying to, 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 to track it down. The blind guy's name is Andre, by the way. Yeah. There's a scene in the middle of it where Splinter is hiding in a hood like he, he he pulls the hood over his his head as if nobody can tell that's a giant like rat. He did he did that in the episode where he was helping save Shredder from two thugs. And he I'm did like, that in that one as well. Yeah. Um, like, and one of the guys was like, "Oh good, giant possum." I'm like, "What?" Well, he does look like a possum. That's that's kind of funny. Uh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it, man. Are, are we? We're just supposed supposed to believe that if a giant rat pulls a hood over his head, he's completely invisible to everyone around him. He just looks like a human. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to believe. Basically, fine, fine. Okay, okay, whatever. Uh, how does this one end? Um, I don't think I can even read the. Let's see. Well, before that, like, can we talk about how stupid the security system is? Oh, the one with the ping pong balls? They, they, it rains ping pong balls. Yeah. And I don't understand how that's a security system at all. It's not. What else you got? It, you know, there's a lot of hot potato in these episodes. Of course. It's a cheap laugh. It's a very cheap. Venus saves the day and distracts Queez by like basically, hey, look at my balls, and throws them into the air. She says, don't look at my balls. (laughs) I don't think she says my. I think she says, don't look at the balls. Either way, it's ridiculous. Her weapon of choice are balls. Yes. And they find Andre a new home that looks like the one that he was evicted out of. <laughs> I, I love the meta commentary of, of, of like New York uh, rent, rent stabiliza- stabilization. Yeah. It's like, Oh, that happens in New York a lot. Poor people get kicked out of their homes to raise the rent. What's next? Like, like brothers. brothers. I, by the name of this one, I don't remember it at all. Oh, oh wait, look at my notes. It's a clip show. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, we're halfway through season one. And there's a clip show. You normally don't do a clip show until, like, what, season two or three? Or seven or twelve. Like, a clip show mids... Actually, remember the the, the calculation we did earlier where we took the 572 hours and cut that down by... Or 572 minutes, cut that down by 104? Yeah. You include two clip shows, which there's two in this season. Yeah. You can then cut another 15 to t- 20 minutes off of your total. Yeah, that's your budget. It's, yeah, yeah. So uh, they, they wrap this clip show in the classic Raphael versus Leonardo fight, which, mind you, is insulting. Yeah. Like, it is one of the most iconic things that Ninja Turtles has to offer. And you wasted on a clip show. Uh, no. So, so what do you, ha- what do you have to say about this clip show? Probably nothing, but what you got, there's still no pizza anywhere <laughs> except on a table from the last episode. Uh, 
with that said, let's go ahead and just jump to the next one. And actually, I do have something to say about the clip, clip show. Is uh, However they're included on this DVD, they're in the wrong order. Yeah. I, I don't know how that happened. Shout Factory is usually pretty good at this kind of stuff, according to my buddy Jeff. Yeah, they've had a couple of slip-ups here and there, but I mean, you know. But th- th- there's there's clips in this episode that haven't happened yet. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. There's there's clips that happen the next episode. That's and, so and, weird. Yeah, and like as you know, you know when when it comes to air date and production numbers and DVD order, like there a lot of shows can have some 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 weird order problems when it comes to watching them, cons- you know, back to back. Typically, if it's an episodic series that doesn't have an, a long arcing story, it's not a problem. But when you include something like a clip show, you kind of have to do your homework and make sure that the things in the clip show aren't later in the season. Yeah, or in some cases, a lot of your um, studios would air episodes out of order to on based on what they th- what they thought would get bigger ratings yeah 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 like if it was sweeps sweeps week they would air the episodes that would get the most attention like it like it makes sense and if you look at the 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 original air date of of like this season a a lot of them are out of order yeah uh but they were included on this in this collection almost in the order they aired but not like I would like to, I would I would like to know the definitive order of what all these episodes are supposed to be in but as soon as soon as I think about it I absolutely don't care. I I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, the second I put a little bit of thought into it this th- that's when I realized I don't actually care. Let's talk about something more interesting. Yeah, uh, I will I will agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads into Unchain My Heart Part One is 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 that is that what we're going with? We're yeah. going with how it was on this on the DVD. Yeah. Uh, this this is the 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 epic four part slog that is Unchain My Heart, and it stars a three different vampires who are looking for a heart that Venus has in her box of stuff she brought from Japan, and when the 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 uh, the vampires show up. The heart comes to life. Yeah, and the the leader of the vampires has to get the heart to stay alive. Like get the heart within four days and install it inside of her, or she dies, or she turns into a pile of goop. Like they they were very clear about all the details on this. None of them actually matter though. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, the writers thought it was okay to to, to stick Bone Steel in all four. Bone Steel is that his name? Bone Steel, yeah. I keep forgetting his. I hate that guy. Um, they keep they stuck him into every single one of these four episodes, as if he was crucial to the vampire story they were telling. Yeah. And I, I, I just didn't. I don't see it. I, like. All he does is chew up screen time. I mean, I mean, I get they were trying to do some kind of semi-villain team-up or something. And they're like, hey, let's go sneak into a skate park. Because nobody, there's no security. That's true. That's true. It was cool seeing the turtles actually skate. That, like, And props to, again, to the suit actors for being able to skate in probably 100-pound turtle suits. And we see the cheap skate. Kind yeah, of. Kind of. And I'm yeah. like, what? So I, let's That's run not through an the easy thing to do. Let's run through the details of this. Hunter catches the turtles in the skate park. Uh, Chinese. Is it Chinese or Japanese? Vampires. Um, uh, Chinese. Chinese vampire resurrects Leo studies hunting and uses tactics to capture all the vampires. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There, there's your episode. I mean, and the, 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 the thing that makes these these Unchain My Heart episodes like glue together is the vampire story. And the basically every single episode is the same. Yes. 
just from different points of view or different angles. That's it. Like literally we've summed up all four episodes in one episode. <laughs> oh, oh I do have something different. The layer is actually clean in this episode. Hey, okay. They ordered some, uh, some, uh, room service. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> or some, some turndown service. Yeah, something. Uh, let's just jump to unchain my heart too. Um, Vampire Heart Comes Alive, Vampires... These are literally my notes. Vampires, Track Hunter... uh, Track Bone Steel, um, Raph... Something... (laughs) Raph tries to have the heart lead to the vampires. Uh, Bone Steel is hiding in a trash can. Ninja Turtles sneak back home before Venus wakes... Oh, yeah, okay, okay. So, So they stole the heart to try to take care of the vampires while Venus was sleeping. I did nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they literally did nothing. Uh, I, I like seriously. I really just want to go to the next one. I got nothing for these episodes at all. Um, do you, do you, like stop me if 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 you have more because they're all trash and they're all exactly the same. And the good part of these episodes I've already mentioned, and that was the the gratuitous New York shots. But I liked his trash disguise. I thought that was. I got a laugh out of that. No, no, no. I, he got zero laughs from me. I don't care. I like Bones too. If 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 we were ranking all of the Ninja Turtle villains, one to like five hundred or however many there are, Bone Steel is at the bottom with a bullet. Like like take a take a moment. We're gonna go ahead and move to the next episode. If you think of one worse, I would love to hear it. Wick. No, no, no. Like Wick is bad, but he he doesn't get enough screen time to be as obnoxious as Bone Steel. Vammy, mm. she's not as obnoxious. Uh. You know, and and she's a female character. Like the show needs more of those. Oh, that is true. There was ample cleavage in some scenes. Which I'm like, wait, See, wait, what? Bone Steel had no cleavage. He did not. <laughs> uh, let's see. Unchain my heart part three. Bone Steel and Vami are still trying to track the turtles. Venus is trying to translate uh, Shinobi texts. Uh, she's getting new spells. Vampires find her. Uh, Hunter, or, or, or I'm sorry, Bone Steel gets the heart. In a mayonnaise jar. In a mayonnaise jar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 Unchain My Heart Part Four. Bone Steel has uh, the vampires captured. They agree to work together. Uh, Donnie builds a vampire tracker using the heart, uh, which is really one of the only inventions he has this entire season that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Turtles get captured again. Uh, Vami uh, summons a magic vampire orb. Uh, and uses it to teleport. Yeah. Uh, and and then one of probably the only good like things out of the entire season is Venus's speech to close out the season. Effectively close out the season. Where she's saying, well, you know, I've had a um, you know amazing journey the past year. Uh, I've come into my own uh, amongst these, you know, new brothers I have. Blah 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 blah. It was kind of, it was kind of heartfelt. I kind of liked it. In the episode four of the the four yeah. part, huh. yeah, it was, it was like the very last scene. Uh, it, it was obviously meant to end the season because because it it kind of brought every all of their you know experiences for the season to a close. Yeah. But then they have another episode that is another clip show. Again, it made no sense. Wait, are, are we talking about the clip show now? Can we, can yeah. we move to that one? Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, who needs her? <laughs> Venus creates a togetherness spell. <laughs> like a weird force-filled magnet thing that pulls all the turtles together? Literally. Yes. 
yeah, yeah. And and so they basically just chat to each other about. Well, no, they escape it. They escape it um, through this really funny scene of Splinter stealing the the spell and like having to wrestle it through the entire uh, lair. It was meant to be a big gag, and it was. I kind of laughed. It looked really ridiculous. Yeah. They basically bully Venus saying that she's terrible at magic and everything that she's doing. And she just kind of runs off. Yeah. Leaving the turtles in that mess. Yep. And we start a clip show. <laughs> I was like, are you doing clip episodes from the show? We just, the episodes we just watched. Yeah. Yeah. The clip show literally included clips from unchain my, the unchain my heart saga. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just just an absolute joke, just an absolute joke. Uh, do you have anything to say about that final clip show? I said the the basically how they feel about Venus sums up how people feel about Venus. <laughs> She's one dimensional, boring, and does nothing of value. Like. Why waste that on a fifth turtle if you're not going to do anything uh, worthwhile until we get to something much later in the comics, which is done very well. So, Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I don't blame Venus. Like, her character could have been amazing had it been done properly. Like, I don't I don't mind her visiting from another land and being you know a mystic turtle or whatever like okay that's that's fine her being a fish out of water and not understanding what things mean and you know her being very biffy about things yeah you know that's adorable had they been actually funny i could i could have stomached it yeah but the, the problem is is they completely squandered an okay idea with venus yeah that's that's basically the gist of what I was getting at. Yeah. Well, that does it for the season, for the, the for for the entirety of Next Mutation. We have watched it. It's in the books. It's done. The only thing left is what. The Power Rangers crossover. Yeah, yeah, and I watched both of those episodes even though the turtles are only in like 10 seconds of the first one. I forgot about that. (laughs) And one thing I, I realized is I, I, okay. Backstory, backstory. My brother was really into power Rangers when it started. Right. Right. And me being six years older than him being a little older than most kids who were into, to, to power Rangers. I just kind of tangentially was exposed to it and just, you know, enjoyed whatever. But I just saw it as trash television. Okay. Okay. Uh, And I just assumed that it got better. Like the production values got better or the storytelling got better or the characters got better after I stopped watching it because, you know, shows typically do that. No, no, this just confirmed I'm wrong. It's still the exact same quality television it was when I remember watching like what Jason, Tommy, and all of them in the first first couple seasons. Yeah. And so the, the 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 Power Rangers brand was still pretty strong at that point, and oh, yeah. the Power Rangers aesthetic, which is on display in this in the in these two Power Rangers episodes that we watched, like it informed me. Oh. This is what they were trying to make the turtles. They were just trying to make another Power Rangers show. Basically. And watching them in the crossover, like the crossover is a better episode than most of the next mutation. Yes. Specifically when it comes to action. Oh yeah. The the, the fight scene at the end of 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 the of the crossover episode is kind of a good fight scene. It is. Not that I really care that much, but right. it, it was nice to see those turtles actually get something good. 
The episode's not good. No. Uh, Power Rangers in space seem real dumb. Am I right? It, yeah. Especially since the original series, Sentai, that it's based off of is more well-structured. Okay. Okay. So, so, so fill me in here. Uh, I have questions. Okay. I knew that the first couple seasons of Power Rangers were basically Super Sentai fight scenes with a American cast that just kind of they edited it together to make the show. Yes. That's why Rita Repulsa's like <laughs> voice doesn't match to what she's saying. Exactly. Like her lips, right? I thought, again, a lot of assumptions being made here. I thought that in later seasons, they just did full-on productions in America for the Power Rangers shows. It depends. Like, sometimes, like like with, with Power Rangers in Space, they completely replaced... You, like you saw there, the everybody every season has like their set of grunts. Mm-hmm. Um, those robots were not in, yeah, they were not in the Japanese version. So they kind of make substitutions here and there. I'm not quite sure why. I guess maybe to again be cheap and not completely pay licensing for everything, or just kind of make it a little different from you know. Or make it more their own. Um, they didn't really change like out, out of Mighty Morphin. Like they stuck with everything when they went to different footage from mm-hmm. Japan, which was from a different Sentai series. Instead of changing all the suits and everything, which would have made sense, they didn't do that until like Zio, which was a little bit more well structured. Not much. Yeah, space is pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well. uh, but yeah, that's a little, little lesson there, folks, in uh, Super Sentai versus Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, this, the, the plot of this crossover is the turtles get kidnapped by the bad person. Uh, they are mind-controlled, and they help capture the Power Rangers, and then the one Power Ranger who can move stuff with his mind helps them escape, and then there's a big fight scene at the end, and uh, everything's happy. They get a ride back to New York. Done. Oh, all the all the bad, overly '90s dialogue, turtle certified, turtified, turtlefication. Just oh, it's, no. Is wait, is, are we still talking about the uh, the crossover, or are we talking about just the whole series? Because both. I got so tired of Donatello saying "certified turtlefied." I did too, because it never made any sense. Yeah, yeah, and actually, that's one of my notes here. Uh, yeah. That 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 catchphrase and green time. It's green time, guys. It's uh, terrible. It, th- th- ain't no cowabunga. There was one in the turtle, the crossover, but that was it. Well, I mean those 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 phrases are not nearly as good as cowabunga. Oh, oh, okay, yes. Agreed. Yeah, it's it's not even a Gungala or a Buyakasha. Like those are terrible. Yeah. Um one of my biggest complaints about the entire series is the sound effects. Oh god. Like they're clearly trying to make a comedy here. And rather than actually making anything legitimately funny, they just attach slide whistles and drum beats and accordion and hits and, and yeah yeah just to like oh, you know just for every single thing bone steel would slightly turn his head to the left and it would be like Wee! yeah and it was and and i and i chose to pay a lot of attention to the to the power rangers episodes just to see if that same gimmick was so prevalent and it was yeah. not Which it was great. there but yeah. it wasn't nearly as obnoxious. Right. And it seemed like in the, the, the Power Rangers show, you had, you know, you had the, the, the five Rangers who were serious, and you had the bad guys who were kind of goofy, and then you had your, your two, you know, dudes who were meant to be 
the idiots. Yeah. I feel like in Next Mutation, everyone was meant to be the idiot. Oh, most, without a doubt. So, so, so yeah. Like, I, let me see if I have any other, any, any other notes. This is probably the dumbest Michelangelo of any iteration. Like, they, they stripped him to his core. You don't even get to see him fight with weapons. Much, oh, yeah, yeah. Or if at all. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, in a, a show where you have cartoonish turtles living in what is a, you know an approximation of the real world, the humanoid characters are exponentially more goofy and cartoonish than the turtles themselves. Mainly Bone Steel. Bone Steel, uh, Dr. Queeze, uh, like Vami and the, the vampires, like all, everything is just so obnoxious. Like in 1998, this, that's the, the year 1997 and 98. Like when did SpongeBob start? Let's, let's, let's actually break this down. SpongeBob. I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. Okay. Okay. SpongeBob started in 1999. Okay. So, so it, wow. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So we're on the cusp of, you know, SpongeBob is a brilliant show. There were shows in the 90s that were legitimately funny on a timeless level to everyone, not just children. Like Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, uh, yes. Rugrats is an absolute classic. The Tick. Like television shows that can be watched by any age and appreciated for their wit, their humor. And, 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 and what they bring to the table. Yeah. I, as an educated adult, not, I've got enough education, doesn't matter. As an educated adult, I cannot fathom a situation where the next mutation counts as entertainment. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of any either. It's not provide, and, and I'm not even saying it has to provide, like, knowledge or information or, it's not providing it's children viewers with the appropriate context for what entertainment is for them to like appropriately grow and understand like what's humor. Like good example, at least like with, with Animaniacs or the original 87 turtles cartoon, you learned about sarcasm. Yes. Rocky and Bullwinkle also learned about sarcasm and you, your grandparents or your granddad and your dad learned a lot of really terrible jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the this? jokes, the jokes no. aren't funny. No. The fighting is not good. The plots are not, are nonsensical. The characters are obnoxious and forgettable. The turtles are not the turtles. They are basically a just, shell of their former selves. Yeah. Yeah. Saban this this is the worst thing that could have happened to the turtles when it happened because it, they were they like the they were declining in popularity. The other show had just got canceled. Power Rangers were kind of taking had kind of taken over the world towards the end of the of of the original show's run, and instead of reinventing yourself as something unique and good and clever and funny or or even something action oriented or darker, they just said. Those guys over there are successful. Screw it. Let's do that. But worse. Yeah, basically. It's infu- as I said, as I was watching this, I was getting I was fuming. There's no reason the show should exist. There really isn't. Okay, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe. I'm sorry. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. It's okay. But it had to be said. It did. And this this 70 8% on Google. What are you watching? What are these people watching that they think it is a 75 out of 100. 78 out of 100. 72. Whatever. That is still about 60 points too high. It, it makes no sense. I would read some of the comments, but I don't care. <laughs> yes. Yes. Why do I care so much that this, that this exists? I, I am happy to wash my hands of this. I'm, I'm never going to watch any of these ever again. Ever. Ever. I regret buying the DVDs because... Feeling because, similar regret. Yeah, because that means I put more money in Saban's pocket. Well, not anymore. He doesn't own any of the rights, so... Oh, that's right. Nickelodeon does now, right? 
Yep, they own Turtles, and um, unfortunately, Hasbro has all the Power Rangers. Hasbro bought all of the Power Rangers and everything else, like VR Troopers, Beetleborgs. They own all of it, lock, stock, and barrel. So the next Power Rangers movie is not going to have Saban's name on it? Nope. I, I can't believe that at all. I couldn't either. Wow. Well, Jeff, any final words? I'm just glad we don't have to watch this anymore. Like, can, can we just can we just say this is officially the funeral for Ninja Turtles, the next mutation? I hope so. It's can we, dead to can us. We, can we? Well, there's a couple of options. We can put it in a rocket and shoot it into the sun, or uh, we can find some top men to uh, take it to a secure government location where it will never be unearthed again. Let's go with the second one. The first one sounds really expensive. Okay. And if it can accidentally catch fire on the way to the warehouse, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. I felt good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have the, that weight lifted off of us because the only reason we're talking about it this episode is because of uh, like COVID-19 schedule, scheduling nightmares. Yeah. We, we originally were going to talk about uh, like a movie or something where we both sat in the same room and laughed it up watching a movie, but ate delicious pizza. Yeah. Yeah. It, now we're quarantined. We're talking through Skype. Let's go ahead and ex- like double down on our misery and watch next mutation. Yeah. I'm going to go play animal crossing after this just to that's get that. A, that's a good call. Out. That's a good call. Thank you. You know what we're talking about next week or not next week, next time. Uh, is it more comics? It is more comics, Jeff. I thought it was a okay. <laughs> I said we like oh, we wait we just did comics. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah, not like, complaining because stuff to read. Yeah, like I had to push all of the movie episodes out because we can't sit and watch them together. So it's gonna be it's gonna be TV and comics and like character spotlights for quite a while. Yeah, and, until we can we can get out out from underneath this lockdown. Uh, next episode we're talking about. The Mirage comics. Uh, we're going back to volume one. Uh, we're going to pick up where we left off uh, when we covered him the third time. Uh, it'll be the Mirage canon. Uh, and we're going to basically read the first first chunk of City at War. Ooh, okay. Okay. Is that, is that a nice palate cleanser for yes. you? Yes. Yeah, so so there's a couple of uh, like shades of gray issues that are that lead into City at War. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're and they're they're Casey specific or you're Casey centric that we're going to read. And then basically, if if you have the the ultimate collections that were reprinted by by IDW, we're covering volume four of that. So if you want to read along, check that out. Uh, look up the books that are in there. I don't have them right now in front of me. But that's what we're covering next time. Jeff, when you're not bunkered down at your home, where can we usually find you? Usually, Sergio, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade. Uh, We are Brandon's favorite arcade. Uh, We have over 500 plus games, uh, ranging from retro classics to current modern titles. Um, We're big Neo Geo fans. Came from a company called SNK. With games like Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, Windjammers, Metal Slug, all of probably some of the most iconic 90s games ever made. And we have a ton of them. Um, we do birthday parties, tournaments, um, hoping to do you know a lot more uh, once all this stuff is kind of ironed out. So please come out and support your local small business because... The country's founded on small business. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to need it after you know everyone emerges. From really going to need it. Yeah, their 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 beard growing competition. In fact, it's funny you mentioned that, Sergio, because I'm in fact indeed working on my apocalypse beard. It's very bushy. Yeah, don't shave it. Don't shave it. Oh no, like, I want I want to see it when, when when once once all of this is over. Ooh, there might be a slight trim, but it ain't going to be ZZ top. <laughs> uh let's see i'm sergio happy. i'm sergio i'm the reality breach guy and uh, we have a bunch of covid19 uh content happening over on the website right now at realitybreach.com um we've talked about it on basically everything that we've produced the past 
four weeks, which is actually a lot more than I thought it would be. So uh, go check it out. We have the we have a Facebook page. We got a Twitter. Um, just find us, follow us, and we'll always let you know when there's a new episode. Otherwise, also, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interject. We also have a Shellheads Facebook page. That's true. I for- forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, follow follow Shellheads on on Facebook. We got a lot of fun content, enjoyable content, stuff to kind of take your mind off of what's going on right now. Because you know we want to make y'all laugh and entertain y'all. Um, like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm still working on getting some some content on that uh, that that Shellheads Instagram. I got my oh, I got yeah. me a brand new phone with a brand new camera, so. Ooh. We're going to see what we can do with that. But right. until next time, uh, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast, visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.